Good morning. Today I want to share just briefly about how the Lord has brought me to know Him and how He's been leading us and guiding us in our lives since then. God has been at work in my life ever since I can remember, even though it was not until my teenage years when I know that I had true saving faith in Him. My mom and dad are both Christians, and I can remember my mom reading Bible stories to me and praying with me at bedtime. My parents brought me with them to Calvary Temple every Sunday, and I also went with them to various evangelistic events at church and at summer Bible camp. God used these occasions to bring conviction to my young heart, and more than once I prayed to God for forgiveness and that he would receive me into heaven. However, as a young child, my daily thinking and my daily living was probably not that much different than that of young children who didn't go to church. When I was 14 years old, I had open-heart surgery. I knew that there was a small chance that I could die on the operating table, and that the surgery was only a temporary fix anyway. This made me become especially aware of my mortality. Leading up to the surgery, I prayed that God would receive me if I did not survive the operation. And I was not fearful of death because I trusted that God would indeed receive me. However, even after that, I was not really seeking to know God any better or seeking to live for Him. I was very shy as a teenager, and I did not have many friends. When I was 15 years old, after a brief dating relationship ended, I became especially lonely and depressed. Looking back now, I can see that at that time I was discovering my soul was made to love and to be loved. However, at that point, I was not yet knowing or loving God as the one who would satisfy my soul. More than that, the darkness of my heart was becoming increasingly obvious to me as a teenager. When I was 16 then, I began attending a small youth group at Christian Life Assembly in North Winnipeg. As I began to witness the sincere joy and the love for Christ that was evident in that youth group, I began to realize that there was something missing and deeply wrong within my own soul. I began to be convicted that I did not really love God or enjoy fellowship with God. I began to realize that I did not only need forgiveness and the hope of heaven after I die, but I needed to know God personally now, and I needed His Holy Spirit within me to change me. I began to realize that I needed to be transformed by the renewing of my mind. As I began attending that youth group as a 16-year-old, I also began reading the Bible for the first time, and God began opening the eyes of my heart more and more. As I read the Bible, I became convinced that Jesus was real and that his death demonstrated God's love for me and paid the penalty for my sins. I also became convinced that the apostles' message was true and that Jesus was truly raised from the dead and that he is therefore the living Lord who is worthy of my devotion. I was baptized when I was 17 years old at Calvary Temple, and soon after that I enrolled at Providence College, and I was eager to grow in my faith and my knowledge of the Lord. My story of continuing to follow Jesus can hardly be summarized in just a few paragraphs. However, just briefly, I want to mention a few stages of life which the Lord has brought me through since that time of my baptism to mold me and shape me. Um, immediately after high school, I moved to Otterburn, Manitoba to live in dorm at Providence College. Living on campus at Providence for three years was vital for my growth as a young Christian. It was also at Providence where Nancy and I met and where our own individual testimonies become intertwined from that point on. After college, Nancy and I began serving at Manitoba Korean Presbyterian Church, and it was through that church that I first sensed God calling me into pastoral ministry, and I served as their English pastor from 2002 until 2008. My knowledge and convictions about God and the gospel were sharpened during those six years as I was given the responsibility to teach and preach through the Bible every Sunday. 
At the same time, it was good for me to slowly work through the Masters of Divinities program at Providence Seminary. Nancy and I got engaged, got married, had our first child, uh, and had our first child while we were serving at the Korean Presbyterian Church. And we will always look back upon those days with fondness and thankfulness to God for the grace that was given to us through that congregation. Since I could not be convinced about the practice of infant baptism, I knew that I could not be ordained as a Presbyterian pastor. In 2008, we sensed that God was leading us to move on from the Korean Presbyterian Church, and we began regularly attending White Ridge for a time, while we were searching for a church in which I could preach and serve. From 2009 until December of 2013, I began preaching and serving as the pastor of a small Baptist church plant here in South Winnipeg. The Lord deepened my love for preaching his word through those four years of ministry. He also answered my prayer in giving me an experienced mentoring pastor who walked with me through many new pastoral ministry experiences. Unfortunately, however, there were some dynamics in that church plant which arose, which made it impossible for us to continue there, and our time there ended in a very difficult and painful way. Nevertheless, I I believe that God was with us through it all, and I believe that he shapes our character through such trials. We are very thankful for White Ridge, and we are especially thankful for the pastors of this church, Terry, Doug, and Kevin, who have been a blessing to us throughout this year of healing and transition. We do not know how long we might be members here at White Ridge, since I do hope to re-enter pastoral ministry sometime, Lord willing. But we do hope to get to know more of you in this congregation as time goes on, and we sincerely hope that we can be a blessing here at White Ridge as much as possible. There are so many more of you than there were in the first service. Um, I thought that was hard, so we'll see how I do this time. Um, As a child, I grew up in Thompson, Manitoba, going to church. In my childhood, I remember believing that there was a God and knowing various Bible stories. I had a very strong conscience about what was right and wrong, but I don't remember knowing the gospel at that point. However, I think that even then, God was still working in my life. Around grade six, there were classmates at my school who got involved in a lot of destructive behaviors. But because of my conscience, I didn't join them. And as a result, I lost those friends, but I think that was God's way of protecting me. In grade seven, God brought a Christian friend into my life. She became a good influence on me. That summer, I went to Bible camp, and it was at that camp where they presented the gospel message to me in a very clear and simple way. When I heard that I needed to repent of my sin and give my life to God, it was a very easy decision for me. I knew that I wanted Christ in my life. I remember feeling so much peace and joy when I prayed. After that time, I joined my friend's youth group back in Thompson, and my Christian influences grew. Slowly, I came to know more and more of Christ. As Chris has already shared um, some of the details of our life since we've been together, I'm not going to go through them all again. I'm just going to share a few things from my own experiences. Uh, When we arrived at White Ridge Church at the beginning of this year, we had just come from a very painful situation with our church plant. And while we had gone through the same experiences, it had affected us in very different ways. You see, at the church plant, I felt that I couldn't be myself. I was having a very hard time trying to live up to people's expectations, both spoken and unspoken. 
And even though I knew that I shouldn't be trying to do that and that I should just be trying to please God, at some point, the lines between people's expectations and God's expectations became blurred. I started becoming spiritually depressed and even doubting my own salvation. I couldn't read my Bible anymore without the weight of guilt pressing down upon me, thinking that because I could not live up to everything that God calls us to, I must not really be saved. But even through all this, I have seen God carrying me through. And I have seen God doing this mostly through using other believers to encourage me. When the difficulties at our church plant were at their height, I called one of my old Providence friends. And she said to me, God loves you, which is so simple. But that was just what I needed to hear. Because somewhere in all the muck and muddle of what was going on in our church, I had lost sight of my first love, Christ. And this has been my pursuit since that time, to relearn what it means to have assurance that Christ is my righteousness. So while I am still going through the process of healing, here are a couple things that I have learned. I have learned the importance of Christian community. Many times we have been astounded by the love and support that fellow believers have shown us, both here at White Ridge and from churches elsewhere. And secondly, what I've been learning this year can be summarized in Romans 8, verse 33 to 39, with one small addition of my own. It is God who justifies, who is to condemn, Christ Jesus is the one who died. More than that, who was raised, who is at the right hand of God, who indeed is interceding for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? No. In all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am sure that neither death nor life nor angels nor rulers nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor my own doubts and fears, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Thank you.